0: Okay, so it looks like everybody's muted, so that must mean it is now 22. Yep. So uh, very warm welcome to our service this morning. Uh, that's been led by Kate Gartside. Um, just a reminder um, that there will be a church meeting after the service this morning. It'll be very short, just one item on the agenda. Uh, but if you could stay for that, that would be great. Uh, the notices are on the newsletter... Um, newsletter. There we go. Um, am not going to read that. I think that'll be way too small. Um, just want to highlight. Um, I don't know what we said about the piece of A4 paper and a pencil will be useful in the service this morning if you've not already got one. Today's readings, um, as you can see, are from Psalm 107 and Matthew 1. So um, if you've got a Bible to hand, please do use it, look it up, uh, follow along, and uh, perhaps afterwards read read around those readings. Uh, we'll also be putting up the lectionary readings on the church website for the following week. So if you want to prepare and read the possible readings for the following week, then um, just look on the website. It's on uh, thomaslizy.org slash sermons. Uh, and lastly, the usual reminder... Um, please stay on mute unless you are leading a particular piece of the service uh, or somebody tells you otherwise. So now over to Kate for our call to worship.
1: Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Words from Psalm 107, verse 1. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, we come before you. From all that we are, for all that you are, we offer our love to you. You are our maker and minder. In you, darkness becomes light, chaos becomes order, and the desert bears fruit. You are our friend, reaching out a hand of forgiveness and hope through Jesus to the world embracing us with strength and courage. You are our guide, breathing your spirit in us and between us so that we can know your grace in our lives and show your grace to the world. Loving God, maker, minder, friend and guide, we come before you now. And as we do, we thank you for the day you have given us for the opportunity it brings, for the family and friends we will share it with and for the people we will meet. We praise you for the glory of a day with sunshine when all we see of your creation radiates with your glory. And we thank you for the days of rain. The flowers seem so grateful for the drink you have given them and the birds wash themselves in the puddles the rain created. We have so much to thank you for, so much for all so much for all that is good, all that brings us pleasure. We praise you that you are always looking to bless us and to help us celebrate life in all its fullness. Lord, we give you our praise. We also ask your forgiveness for the times when we fail to count our blessings times when we forget how fortunate we are and fail to appreciate your many gifts. Let's take a moment of quietness to bring our regrets to you. Anything that burdens us, we hand to you. Lord of all, Assure us once more of your loving mercy, your constant forgiveness, your continuing love, and teach us to accept everything that you've given us with heartfelt gratitude, showing our thanks not just in words, but in the way we live our lives. We bring this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. The good news is this. In Christ we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Amen. So now we hear the Lord's Prayer, hopefully led by the Bennett family.
2: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our justice, and, to <laughs> <us> our <trespasses, laughs> and, and to we forgive those who trespass, trespass against us, against and leave us not in temptation, but deliver us
3: from
2: evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory,
0: forever and ever. Amen. Okay, yeah, I think now it must be birthdays. So, yes. does anybody have a birthday? Um, go back. gallery view. Wave your hand and unmute if you uh, have a birthday. This week, uh, today, can't see any hands waving. Okay, I think I've been let off. Great, so over to the readings I think.
1: Um, Just an introduction before the readings. Okay, um, so today's readings. Well, you'll be pleased to know that we're halfway through the year and it's only 187 days to Christmas. Um, this service would have been a parade service. So despite despite not meeting in person in the Thomas Risley building, I've chosen to pretend that you're all gathered with me here together, maybe in my dining room, because that's where you are at the moment, together as church, and there's going to be a meditation, um, there's going to be an activity that we do within the service, we're going to make something. we celebrate and give thanks for our fathers. For some it's a difficult day because maybe the dad's no longer with them or perhaps they had a dad who wasn't kind to them. Difficult day for all sorts of reasons but for many it's a time to remember and give thanks for the father's love. So I chose these readings because the first reading from Psalm 107 is about a God who holds us And loves us through all the difficulties in our lives. And many of us do relate to God as Father. And the second reading, usually heard at Christmas, is about a special dad, Joseph. He married Mary and brought Jesus up. So let's listen.
4: And verse 43, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands, from east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. Let the one who is wise heed these things and ponder the loving deeds of the Lord. Amen.
5: The second reading comes from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25, and Matthew chapter 2 verses 13 to 15 so Matthew chapter 1 starting at verse 18 Joseph accepts Jesus as his son this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about his mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph but before they came together she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph her husband was faithful to the law And then continuing in Matthew 2, starting at 13. They escaped to Egypt. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet. Out of Egypt I called my son.
1: Thank you, Marina and Andy. May the written word and the spoken word lead us to the living word. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I do love those Christmas readings, the birth of the Christ child, and Mary and Joseph learning just how much effort it takes to bring up a child. And I'm sure they worried about him, especially when he took off to the temple. But more of that later. We don't hear much about Joseph, and yet he must have helped Jesus to grow up. We do know a little about him. Right at the beginning, we know that Joseph must have been a godly man when he decided to stand by Mary, even after she was due to have a baby. We know this because it says that Joseph listened to an angel of the Lord, who told him everything was going to be all right and that was in the reading that Andy did and we also know that he protected Jesus when he was a baby again an angel of the Lord spoke to Joseph and he said Jesus was in danger so Joseph Joseph took Mary and Jesus to Egypt where they stayed for years Until, if we'd have read further on, we'd have found out that an angel told them it was safe to return and they went to live in Nazareth. So we know Joseph was a godly man and I think he also listened really well. The other thing we know um, about Joseph is that when Jesus was 12, Well, without telling his parents, he went missing. He'd gone to the temple to teach. Mary and Joseph, it says, searched for him until they found him. So I think here was, it really shows that Joseph cared about Jesus and that he loved him. He went in search for him, just like Father God goes in search for us and finds us anyway i'm sure that joseph taught jesus loads of stuff just like our mums and dads do now if i was in thomas risley i'd be asking you all what your mums or what your dads or your mums or um maybe your granddads have taught you in the past and you'd all be shouting out your answers but i'm just going to have to guess what some of those answers are i'm sure that your dads helped to um, teach you to walk to talk maybe they taught you how to wash yourselves or how to look after yourself I remember my granddad taught me lots of things about nature when he took me on walks and he'd show me flowers, uh, and I still remember those walks. Maybe your dad taught you how to dance, play football, tennis, or maybe even fly a paper aeroplane. Can we see my paper aeroplane? Well, I've got lots of paper aeroplanes on this table this morning, Uh, but we'll. Come back to that. Anyway, if I was in church, I'm sure you'd be shouting out the answers. And today, Father's Day, I'm going to use um, this paper. Well, it can be any piece of paper, really. So it could be a piece of paper that you colour in, like this one. This one has a verse on it. It says, the world and all that is in it belongs to the Lord. The earth and all that live in it are his. So it could be like that. It could just be a piece of paper you've coloured, or it could even be, if you have printed the order of service for today, you could even use that, or a blank piece of paper. So any piece of paper is okay. And we're going to use it to help us remember those of us the, either our dads or, or someone who was like a dad to us. But first, let's make the plane. Now, I've chosen, and I hope Elaine and Colin, particularly Elaine, is listening. Uh, I've chosen a picture of Romeo and Juliet. This was my challenge for the day. I like gnomes. Now, Romeo and Juliet fell in love with one another different tribes and so their love had to reach across difference just like Jesus did with us so it sort of reminds me but no on Juliet now I don't know how you make a paper airplane there's lots of ways of making them if you've got a piece of paper you can start making your paper airplane I do mine like this I fold the corners in first and then I Fold, very difficult doing it back to front. And then I fold in again like that. So it looks like that. And then I fold it in half. But it still can't fly because it's got no wings. So I have to make wings then. So so then you have a paper aeroplane that looks like this. And you can fly it, can't you? And and you can make as many of these paper aeroplanes as you want. So I'm going to ask you to do something. So if you open up your paper aeroplane, I know it's a bit of a shame, but you can fold it again afterwards. So if you open up your paper aeroplane, airplane like that you can see lots of lines on it I'm going to give this one today you can remake my paper airplane for me whilst I do the next bit so on those lines you can write all different things you can't see mine properly but put it close you can see that I have written so if it's children they might write like things like I like it when my dad takes me on a walk. Or, I wrote on mine, I like it when my granddad used to take me to the pub and buy me pop and crisps. Um, But it might as well be that you like your dad because he makes you laugh. Perhaps he tells you dad jokes. I don't know whether any of you do dad jokes, but I found a couple of dad jokes here. What do you call a laughing motor? Like a yammer. Ha, ha 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 ha. Anyway, yes, see the dad joke. I can't see anybody laughing. Is anybody laughing? <laughs> I thought it was quite good. Who is the strongest man in the Bible? Samson. Because he brought the house down. By the way, if your children don't know that story, you can always read it to them later. Um, So you write all sorts of things on here. You can either write them about dads or people that were like dad to you. Or you can write things about Father God. Or verses from the Bible. So on half my plane, I put verses that are important to me. Be still and know that I am God. because Sometimes I need reminding of that. The eternal God is my refuge. And underneath are the everlasting wings. That's my favourite one. And I put God loves me on there. So you make your aeroplane. Write lots of things on it. You can colour it all sorts of things, and then we have a completed aeroplane. I've gone back to the Nomeo one. So the paper folds represent the things we've learned and loved about our dads. And as I said, for other, for some of us, we'll be writing things about God the Father and the love and guidance and the Bible passages that we like best. And When you've done all these planes, I did think that you could take a picture, maybe of the words on them, or the drawings you've done, or maybe a completed aeroplane, and you could send them to Rachel or me, or even both of us, so that we can see what you've all done with your paper aeroplanes. Now, as I was meditating on a plane, and some of you will know I've wrote, that this is a meditation on an aeroplane. A few thoughts came to mind. Maybe it's because we're dreaming of holidays. The first that was, was that when we get onto a plane, we're shown to our seat. We're shown the way. Now, our parents guide our lives in many ways, and they show us the way. Friends and family and teachers also influence us. But for me, and perhaps for you, another influence has shaped me. Since I was little, the church family and Bible stories have played a part. Preachers and teachers have shown me the way. They've given me really good examples of how to live my life. As a child, I loved going to the big church services. I loved walking days. And those mission weeks, some of you that are as old as me will remember the mission weeks where a preacher came and very passionately spoke about something. Often banged the lectern when they spoke. And I remember my teenage years when an uncle who was a priest was working in Biafra, And there was a war in Biafra at that time. And he spoke of Jesus as a friend who walked alongside him in those troubled times. He also was very, very keen that I realise that it was God's church. And he used to say, it's not your church or my church, it's God's church. And he spoke of God the Father as a rock who gave him strength and wisdom when things were tough. Father God with us. And just as we take our seat on a plane, or perhaps we want to think of it as a coach or a bus if you don't go on planes, just as we accept our place there, we're also called to take our place working in God's kingdom making it a better place for folk and shaping the community we work in. I like the verse from Micah 6, uh, and I've had it um, before at, at a number of services. I'm reading the text that comes from the message. God has already made it plain how to live, what to do, what God is looking for in men and women and children. It's quite simple. Do what is fair and just to your neighbour. Be compassionate and loyal in your love and don't take yourself too seriously. Take God seriously. So that's from Micah 6, 8. So being kind to other people puts a smile on their face and that's got to be good. I have to say someone was very kind to Dave this week and they brought him cake, he does love cake. And that certainly put a smile on his face. Well, secondly, when I was looking at my plane and thinking about planes, I remembered that planes have an engine. And I'm always amazed at the miracle of flight. If any of you saw a space rocket launch recently, you'd be amazed too. So an engine, propelling that plane load full of people into the sky it always seems like a miracle so when i was thinking about that engine i was thinking who powers your life is that god the father god the son god the spirit Are you allowing the engine that is the Godhead, Father, Son and Spirit, to hold and guide you? And just as we propel this plane forward when we throw it, are you allowing that Godhead to propel you forward to steer your life? Or are you fighting it? You know, if you allow God to take control, then I think... All the troubles that we often face in life. Well when we launch our aeroplane into flight we first have to point it in a direction, the direction that we want it to go. I don't know whether any of you have watched planes in the sky but sometimes, because we're close to Manchester Airport, sometimes flights take off and then pilots But although they've headed off that way, they turn the plane around and put it on the right course. And maybe there's times in our life when we head off in one way, maybe along the wrong path, or maybe not the path that God has in mind for us, perhaps not in line with the teachings of Jesus. The question is, really, are you willing to change course? Are you willing to stand up? for what is right, for what you believe in, in the difficult times as well as those that are easy. So are we willing to allow God to take control and to guide the direction of our lives? Are we willing to take our place in God's kingdom and do what God is wanting us to do? Just as a child is shaped by those around him or her to become the person they are. Here, a simple piece of paper reminds us of a gospel message. Reminds us of the teachings of Jesus. Reminds us of the words that sustain and encourage us. The image tells us that we need directions. Our lives need to point somewhere. We need God's power to lift us up in life, to remind us. And as we look at this airplane, never forget that we have our place in this journey. God has provided a seat for us to take, a seat where we can help in the building of God's kingdom, where we can help people soar above and see the beauty of creation. And in the end, a seat in heaven for us to sit alongside that Godhead. Make your plane, make more than one if you want. Fill it with prayer, praise, Hymns, Bible passages, and let it remind you of a Father God who cares for you and wants you to climb on board. Amen. And now we hand over to Rona for prayers for our world.
3: Our Father, you are God of the past and the present, and you're God of the future. And we call upon you, Lord, although we are separate, but we are together. May our prayers and worship lift our hearts and bring glory to you. May your light and glory touch our hearts as we offer you our thanks. Today we're so thankful, Lord, that you are our Father. Help us to remember that everyone is our brother and sister. And on this special day, as Kath has been reminding us, we thank you for our earthly fathers. Be with those who perhaps are feeling sad on this day. We bring you thanks, Father, for this breakthrough on a study on medication to help those with COVID-19. We ask for your continued guidance to those involved with this research. We pray that thy kingdom come in places where there is a struggle for food, shelter and water. Where people are living in perhaps overcrowded areas where there is no medical care. We pray that thy kingdom come in situations of equality, inequality, unrest, and prejudice. We pray for healing and for a spirit of understanding and reconciliation. Thy kingdom come, Lord, in our community, for those who have lost work and income, for those who feel alone and afraid. And for those who are working behind the scenes in care homes, hospitals, and all the other frontline jobs. There are many in our community who are struggling and grieving, and they're perhaps sad that they can't see their family and friends. We pray that your loving kindness will be available to all and your light and comfort be known. We thank you for those who work for the good of others, even though the job is perhaps tiresome. We pray for comfort and for strength. And for ourselves, not to lose heart, for peace in the midst of uncertainty and the strength they take each day. May your kingdom come, Lord, in our lives and hearts. And we ask that your peace and healing be with those involved in the incident yesterday in Reading. Our hearts may be downcast or uplifted, but God is with us. Our hearts may be distracted or focused, but God is with us. For where we are and whoever we are with, God is with us. May our hearts and lives be richly blessed by knowing you are always with us in Jesus' name, I ask these prayers this morning, Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you, Rona. And now, um, before we share the grace, I invite Pam and Sue. Or oh, Pam also. I'm not sure which way it'll come um, to bring a blessing. Toddlers have restarted, but I'm sure they'll say more about that. Okay, over to you,
2: Pam Sue. So, so, right. Well, we started back at tots online this week, and we thought we'd try and introduce uh, a blessing or a prayer to send all our love, really, to the people at home or whatever, that we want to try and continue if we ever get back together again. (laughs) So it's very simple. It's got some actions. Um, So if you can join in, that'd be brilliant. So I won't feel so silly. So it says, we say goodbye knowing that God loves me and God loves you. We say goodbye knowing that God will remember me and God will remember you. We say goodbye knowing that God will take care of me and God will take care of you. Amen. I love
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you, Sue. To which Dave said, "I love it." <laughs> um, let's join now. If you'll all unmute yourselves, and let's join together in saying the grace. <coughs> you, the grape- grace of our Lord Jesus
3: Christ, and the of God, undone. Undone. and the Holy Spirit. Undone. Undone. <one>. Holy Spirit.
4: Be with us.
2: That wasn't bad.
1: <laughs> Bless you all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. Thank, Thank you, Kate. Kate. Hey.
2: Hey. Hey. Hey.